high performance life, helping you to perform at peak levels in every area of your life. Here's your host, Chris Sperling. Hey, this is Chris Sperlick, your host for High Performance Life. I'm here with my colleague, Aaron Lindsay. And Aaron, we had another fantastic uh, podcast with uh, Gina Gapster. Yeah, if this keeps up, we're going to put her on the payroll. We're going to have to, because I tell you, she comes up with more content, which is just fabulous. We could sit and listen to her. It's it's almost like we're getting a college education in, you know, three hours. I do feel like that. It's like listening to an instructor. Yeah. Yeah. Well, in this episode, we're going to be talking about the neck, and I can honestly tell you I've, I've had neck surgery uh, had a disectomy and uh, Gina addresses some of this uh, we, we're in a society now where everything we're looking down at our phone we're looking down at our iPad so it's putting so much pressure on the back of our neck it's it's creating a lot of uh, problems right uh, and and my physician my surgeon actually said at one point in time uh, the neck issues will outweigh the back issues Wow. Yeah, the surgeries are going really? to start exceeding the back surgeries just because we're looking. We're not keeping our head up straight. Um, you know, I, I did have therapy, and it, it worked fabulous. Uh, I have a traction device uh, that I use at home, and it, it bought me about two years of time. But eventually, it just had to break down and do surgery. But she addresses some things that, uh, that I think are very important that uh, during my – tenure at, at therapy uh she addressed some of the exercises and things you should do and uh she she goes into that on this podcast so i think it's very very important that you listen to this uh that everyone almost take notes to this i dare you yeah because it's it's it is it's important because we're we're in a society where everything is we're, we're looking down and we're just putting so much pressure yeah. on our spine so uh, so yeah. yeah i was talking to her you know my previous position i've been at my my current position I do graphic design during mm-hmm. the week. That's mm-hmm. that's my day job, as they say. And I, I have a desk, and I'm in the posi- I'm in the bad position. You know, yeah. looking down, looking right. you know, hands on the keyboard. My previous position, I had a standing desk, mm-hmm. and I would love to have that where I am now. Yeah, but it's just not going to happen. Well, and I think we're going to start addressing some of those issues with some products on our show because uh, people are already starting to ask. Where can I get certain products that will help me with that? Oh yeah, that, so, that's good. So that's a good we're, idea. We're gonna we've got some uh, sponsors that we're gonna be able to put on the show and and lead them lead the uh, the uh, audience you know to those those certain products because it's cause sometimes it's a shot in the dark. Yeah, you don't know what you're getting. So and that's one reason we're here is to kind of evaluate some of those products out there in the field. Yeah. So that's right. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to this. Uh, listen to what Gina has to say about neck and neck problems, and uh, this is this will be good. So we're here with Gina Gapster uh, with Select Physical Therapy, and this podcast we're going to be talking about just some neck issues. I know personally, I've had a few uh, inst- I've had surgery, uh, and, and it's worked. I had physical therapy, and that worked. It actually worked for two or three years before I actually had to have surgery. But uh, Gina, let's just go into that because I, I it's it's interesting the uh, the 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 uh, present podcast we were talking about was talking about the lumbar section of our body, but. Uh, as as uh, my surgeon had told me, in this day and age, with all the cell phones, the iPads, the way we work, uh, everybody's on a computer. We're actually going to derotate into everything, and it's just going to create some very negative uh, postural problems. So, uh, expand on that because we're you're, you're probably seeing more neck issues as as, as as many as the lumbar. I am. It was a few weeks ago. Um, I'm 
was walking down to grab my evaluation patient from the waiting room and I saw that she was a a 14 year old with neck pain and in my mind I was almost hoping it was a traumatic event and not just you know something that had happened over time Um, I went down into the waiting room and she was sitting there in the most slouch posture with Mm. her head straight down looking at her cell phone and I just kind of chills kind of went up and down my spine and I said well I know where we're gonna start you know (laughs) at least I kind of think I have an idea of what's going on here so we came up and and just you know that's uh, education again in that aspect is huge but you're gonna see all of the similar um, signs and symptoms and presentation of like a lumbar spine as well so if we're um, not having flexibility or in stable stability muscles working around that neck and everything's not lining up properly then absolutely Um, one of the biggest things that we were discussing earlier is I'm getting a lot of patients come in and I think just for lack of knowledge and they don't really understand what's going on they'll say I've been having terrible migraines mm-hmm. um, and you know I'll say do you, I, this actually happened to my neighbor she's uh, pregnant and she was over and she goes Jean I think this pregnancy is getting the the best of me we're playing with our dogs out in in the uh, yard and I said do you mind if I put my you know would you want to lay down she laid down on the sidewalk I put my hands on her spine I kind of did a little release in her neck and she goes oh Oh my gosh that feels so much better and I go well guess what it wasn't a migraine because typically with migraines there's some sort of chemical imbalance going on that really pharmaceuticals have to become part of the play in that right. so if I'm able to melt that headache away um, it's really actually just a tension headache what we call a cervicogenic headache it's the movement it's the tightness and tension in some of those those muscles in the back that are really causing those headaches and those are just like we talked about before movement and postural dysfunctions that we can we can um, target here in physical therapy without any uh, medical intervention at all that's, that's amazing because you're right I think it's a misconception it is. I'm having a I'm having a headache, so we just think it's a chemical imbalance yeah. or something. But yeah. in in actuality, it's 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 stress. Right. So absolutely. Uh, so yeah. so tell me how, go go through just a you know a, a typical session. I mean, I, I'm sure you probably do some uh, some release, some probably some traction, mm-hmm. uh, some massage. That uh, lovely dry needling term <laughs> does wonders. If the patient doesn't you know give me those wide deer in the headlights look when I mention it, it really I will actually. That's one of the few um, treatments treatments um uh, impairments that when they come in day one typically I'm just planting the seed of dry needling and mm-hmm. I say if you're okay with it let's do it next time but if they come in with that crazy headache I said are you okay if we just start right off the bat with it because it's pretty incredible how fast it'll just kind of release those trigger points through it then I'm going to follow up with my manual soft tissue mobilizing any of the joint segments that seem to be a little stuck because of the tension we're holding right. um, targeting any flexibility impairments of all of those muscles surrounding that um, cervical spine your upper traps, levator scaps, suboccipitals, doing releases, um, exercise activities with those, and then again talking about that postural control. Um, we had mentioned a lot of people. My first question and my subjective questioning is, uh, "What do you do for work?" And uh, if they say they sit at a desk, I'm, you know, there's probably 80% of our problem, if not more. So um, ergonomics of their desk, I give them a piece of paper that I already have printed out, what the height of the desk should be, um, the screen where it should be at, um, your elbow 
elbows where they should be so they're not raised, causing tension in your upper shoulders. Um, so I give that them so we can just fix the source of the pain as opposed to just the symptoms. Um, I tell you know people squeezing those shoulder blades back together, trying to increase the strength all up and down the spine. But I get it. You're in these intense meetings. You're at your computer for eight, ten hours a day. Sometimes you can't physically do that a lot. Maybe a postural strap is warranted to kind of just help you be there. So when you take it off, your body is more likely to maintain that position okay. instead of fall right back out of it. So lots of different sources I can give them out of the clinic. I mean, what you do out of the clinic is so much more important than maybe the two, three hours a week that I have with you. Right. You could just fall right back into the way you came in. Right. So so you you would recommend something because like you said, we, we leave out of therapy. It feels great. Feeling great. Yeah. <laughs> we wish you could just you know, show up at our house. And, you know, <laughs> you know. I see when they do cloning, I promise I'll send home one, every one of my patients, one of me. So, but you said something about a, a maybe a strap, just yeah. a, just a, a yeah. shoulder blade type. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah it just kind of looks like a figure eight. I almost call it, it's kind of like a bra, right. you know, you just strap it on and it pulls those shoulder blades back and just gives you kind of that proprioceptive cueing of where your, your shoulder blades, your thoracic spine, your neck is supposed to be. Okay. And I would, you know, I'm not going to, hopefully it's not going to be a long, long term. Maybe some patients, maybe a little older, it's harder to make those adjustments in your spine and that mobility, but um, just utilize it short term to maintain those, you know, get rid of those symptoms and, and just give you a a little bit more of that proper cueing of the position you're supposed to be in. Um, I always say, make sure that you, you know, ask your therapist or doctor, do you feel like this is an appropriate intervention for me? But I mean, you can find them everywhere. Amazon, right. you know, sporting goods stores, they, they're available for very reasonable prices as well. What What do you think about postural shirts? Because I've heard this term and, and you know, I, I do, I sell some compression garments, uh, but but I want to get your thoughts on that because, you know, as, as we, as a society, as we start to uh, I mean, it, it is. It's constant. We never did see ourselves uh, doing the things that we're doing and sitting yeah. at computers for eight hours. Right. You know, we're uh, in a time of decay right now. Yeah, it's not great. Yeah, yeah. I've, I haven't. Um, I've had a couple people come in and say that they started with the the whole shirt, the mm -hmm. garment. Um, I don't think that they're getting as much of a physical force pulling right. them back. But sometimes, just like I said, that cueing in general to give right. your brain some awareness sure. is what you need to be like. Oh wow, I need to actively pull myself back. So you're gonna get less of that. Um, passive force with the compression garment, whereas the postural strap will actually pull you back there. Mm -hmm. um, I haven't heard negative things. I've just heard the um, the postural strap is a little bit more aggressive in right. getting them in the position they need to be in. Right. Yeah. So this is this is really good information because as as we as a society just continue to just it's like you said, you know, motion is lotion type thing. We've got to get out and start moving, you know. So so you would recommend, I mean, if we've been at our desk and we're on a computer, get up, walk around every... I say set your alarm every 30 minutes. You need to be, if you can't get out, if you're in a meeting or if you're on the phone and you can't physically walk away from your desk, at least stand up. Just okay. put your body in a different position. Then the next time, if you can just go grab a water from the, you know, drinking fountain, go use the restroom, just find something to get out of your desk every 30 minutes and you're just automatically without me touching you or putting my hands on you you're going to notice a difference yeah because when when we think about this if you spend eight hours in that position that fixed position tell us tell us what i mean what's yeah. going to happen here i yeah. mean you're, you're going to see some 
not so good things happen. They say sedentary lifestyle and sitting is the new smoking. We're going to see as much like in healthcare cost, um, you know, surgical interventions, whatever it may be. Physical therapy is going to um, cost more and potentially even be life altering. And I don't, you know, death if something happens right. um, compared to the, the old smoking. Um, as you sit there, I mean, you think about all the tension in the front of your hips. Um, mm. What can happen with that? The pressure on your low back, um, your neck is going to slowly fall forward. If you're at a computer, your shoulders are going to roll forward. So we're going to start to potentially even get some neurological symptoms go running down the arms and the legs. And people automatically think, again, bulging disc, something is affecting. Well, let's just look even more outside. All those nerves have to run through your pec muscles. All those nerves have to run through your glute muscles. Mm-hmm. Um, people cross their legs, females cross their legs, and I'm getting a ton of SIJ dysfunction. I'm okay. sure everyone's heard of that. I don't know what's happening. Tell me what side you cross your legs on. Oh, my right over my left. Well, now your left hip has all of the pressure in it and all your pain and now you have numbness and tingling going down your legs because that nerve pierces through the piriformis yeah. and now you're sitting on your piriformis guys with wallets they yeah. come in they have sij dysfunction what side do you put your wallet on oh my right side do you sit on it yep let's take that out the symptoms go away so just those slight slight adjustments of your posture and then you sit there for eight or ten hours everything is going to retry to stack itself in a non-anatomical position and start to cause those impairments so uh so give us your idea so let's just say that we're we're at a desk for eight hours you know we're in an office setting uh what would be a typical i mean walking would that be yep. i mean any you know because to start off with yeah. yeah absolutely and i would just you know even if you you feel like okay this is me you're listening to this i sit at a desk for eight hours i wonder what's about to be painful even if you're not in pain yet maybe you're you're yeah. starting to get there um i would just go in and try to get a, an assessment done from a pt even if it's a one and done hey can you look at my flexibility you know deficits mm-hmm. can you look at what's not moving great maybe we can send you home with four or five things during those 30 minute breaks that you take just go in the corner and do a pec stretch Yes. You know, just stand at your desk, maybe put your right leg behind you and do a little lunge to stretch yeah. out that hip flexor. Everyone's going to be a little different based off of how their desk is set up. Um, but just maybe get that three or four exercise program. There are tons and tons of just general desk stretches. You know, if you go online, stretches I should perform, you know, at, when sitting at my desk, you'll find you'll find great sur- sources of it. Well, that that's that's a good point, because so so the patients, again, we want to reiterate that if they want to come into therapy and just have a one and done, I mean, you can assess them right there and say you know hey i've been i sit at a desk for eight to ten hours i have neck pain i have back pain or or it starts to really cramp or whatever the case may be Mm -hmm. Uh, but you can assess them right there and give them exercise they can do right there at their desk and and eliminate some of this yeah if they're motivated enough want to take that home program with it and really run with it and their pains and that hasn't been around for a really long time and there's not more that needs to be addressed oftentimes i'm only seeing them for a few treatment sessions and their symptoms are going away that's awesome it's just a little bit of knowledge knowledge is power i'll tell my patients over and over again it's just the lack of understanding that they have of why they feel the way they do that's what feels so impairing to them once they have a little bit better of an understanding of why they're feeling the way they are they run with it and it's amazing to see the results just kind of melt away well i can tell you from a personal standpoint i mean when you've had pain it's not fun i get it i I, you know it's not uh but to be able to do other things i'm very a non-invasive type person so i I want to do the things that that will help me without having to go down the surgery Mm -hmm. uh the pain medications i'm totally 
uh, not against surgery. Sometimes you have to have that. Right. It's It's got to be fixed. I'm uh, a PT. I mean, conservative management is my thing. You know, it's my yeah. jam. I, I tell patients over and over again, I'm going to look at you in the eyes and tell you what I would tell my family members or my best friends. Um, if you need surgery, I'll tell you you need it. But if you don't, I mean, I would yeah. do conservative management any day. Why not try it? It can't hurt. You can always fall back to surgery if it's needed. But I would rather go through some physical therapy first to see if I can address what's actually wrong. Yeah. And I, I think most physicians would, would agree, yeah. I, all of them that I know that I work with, right. they, they would agree with that. Right. Uh, and it's becoming a little bit more that way now versus right. I think it was even maybe 10, 15, 20 years ago. Right. Um, just because physical therapy, I think, is just exploding conservative management with, you know, athletic trainers, chiropractors, right. physical therapists. Um, that conservative intervention is definitely being utilized more often than yeah. not. Well, this has been great. This has been some great information. I'm just, I'm pumped about this because really, uh, it, it, I think it really does help our listeners. I, I've got several friends, family members that they suffer from pain. Uh, they, they have issues. And so I think it's just neat that we have that direct access yeah. to a professional that we don't have to go and jump through four or five different doors to get it. It's, it's just making an appointment and, and seeing you and letting you assess who you what you can do for these patients absolutely well gina listen this has been great great information and i hope that our audience is is going to pick up on this uh tell us again you're based here in nashville yep i'm at select physical therapy right downtown in nashville across from belmont we're at 1501 12th avenue south um our phone number is 615-933-0070 and we should be able to get you in within a few days of you calling and you know just a just a plug here too select is nationwide it is so they're they're a big entity a big outfit they have some just you yourself just truly very educated in this whole movement dysfunction and uh but again uh, we can we can put you in touch with whoever right. so if so if you're in maine and listening to this podcast or california we can put you in touch with people so absolutely uh so i appreciate you being on the show today it's been great information i'm sure this won't be the last one we've got other other topics so happy thank to you. be here thank you thank you All right, that was Gina Gabster, and uh, her focus of attention today was uh, on the neck and and some of the issues that she sees. Uh, you know, and it's funny, Erin. Uh, she she had mentioned that uh, you know there was a fourteen year old in the waiting room. Yes, and she yeah. had said that uh, you know that that she came in there for neck issues, and when she went out to see her, she could she knew why. Yep, she knew That's why. Right. <laughs> She's kind of curled up in a ball looking down at her phone. So Yeah, I was feeling guilty because while you were recording, I was keeping an eye on the levels on the computer, and I kept wanting to hold the laptop up and look straight. You know? <laughs> yeah. I was afraid Gina was going to yell at me. It's as simple. It's, 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 it's mind-blowing because it's something simple that you could do, but yet – we don't do it. We just fall back into that routine and that rut, just looking down and, you know. So it's – but uh, obviously she's got some good ideas, some things that we can do to uh, – some takeaways from this that will uh, hopefully help some of our listeners. Yeah, I hope so. I think so too. Yeah. Well, hey, everybody, thanks for joining us. We appreciate you listening in, and uh, we'll be back next week. You've been listening to High Performance Life with Chris Sperling. Listen each week and raise your level of performance in each area of your life. Thanks for listening. 